The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch. If you're in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry, make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Can we start with some big shout outs? You want to start with a shout out? Are we on? Start with a shout out. We can start with a shout out. I am going to pull up some shout outs because these are, I'm going to pull up. You're going to pull up the GoFundMe? I am actually going to pull up some thank yous from the GoFundMe because first and foremost, the easy and obvious one is just straight up shout out to Bob and Bonda. These two amazing people have been getting coffee from myself, Chris, and our squad for, I mean, from me and Chris, at least eight years now. We introduced them to Espresso. Uh, they're like in their, you know, 60 plus range, crushing the game. Just such awesome people. They come in every morning, six o'clock. 70 two, plus? Yeah, maybe even 70 <laughs> plus. But two shots of Espresso, two almond caps to go. It's it's awesome. And thank you to all the people who have donated to our GoFundMe. We're, like, we're almost at like six grand right now. I'm just going to throw out like f- six names right now, okay? Let's just do this thing. Thank you, Ian Pratt. Thank you. Donna Ilstrup. Thank you. Let's go to the next page. I just don't use it all on the same page, you guys. I like the comments Guy Kawasaki posted, and he posted, Oh, he did? Bullshit is bullshit. Did he really? He donated nice. 500 bucks. He donated 500 bucks? He was Aww. one of the first ones. Yeah. Kathleen Kiros, thank that's, you so that's much. That's my mom. That's your mom? Yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> mom, I t- she hit me up. <laughs> this, listen to this text thread. She hits me up yesterday, and she says, Why... Didn't you tell me that you were doing a GoFundMe to do all your legal stuff? And then I wrote her back. I said, you've given me too much of your money already. And she replies, whatever. (laughs) Skip Shervington, (laughs) thank you. Moms, thank you. (laughs) Elise Nelson, thank you. There's Bob and Bonda. It made our, by the way, Bob and Bonda specifically, people are looking and it made our team so, 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 like, just felt loved. It was awesome. Uh, Cimarron Coffee Roasters, thank you. That's a whole other business donating to us. And, of course, there's many more of you. I'm just going to stop there. But same thing as we ask every time also. For all you who are listening, if you could please subscribe, rate, review, share this thing. The algorithm wants more. <laughs> we didn't ask for it for like a year, so we dropped off in listenership. But we're coming back thanks to y'all. So thank you for that, too. And, geez, that's just enough ask because you already heard me talk about the GoFundMe. So that means something's been up. How much shit can we ask I for know, and get, geez, away, dude. get away with it? However, Aptos is coming in hot and buttery, and I'm very thankful to our team. It's looking really fun and good in there. It's going to be a great time. My house is dirty. Anybody want to clean it? So is mine, but my wife crushes so hard it's it gets clean, and then she's like, "Jer, it's it's dirty," and I'm like, "I know, you're all, I it's know. okay." So is the legal it's gonna, system. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's all <laughs> dirty money out there, it's you guys. Dirty. It's bad. It's all bad, but it's, it's not. 
It's yeah, well, no. Summertime that, is great. That's not all bad. Summertime's but, awesome. But the rest of that is frustrating. There's some bad things. There's some bad things. Yeah, in the man. World. I've been in a bad place lately, dude. I mean, I've been in a weird place too. I feel like I'm in that place where I wish I could be more focused on the things that I like to do, but I also feel kind of like paralyzed to do it. I get to this place and I'm like, yep, I'm going to get my morning routine going again. And then I sit there and I write a little and I'm just like, you know how when you're in that, like that flow, like the state where you, where we've talked about before, where it's like you can get 25 hours work of shit done in like four. Yeah. And you don't notice time passing. Yeah. And yeah. You're in the and I'm so zone. used to doing that. Not in like the last two weeks. And there's, there's or, a, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff going on, and we talked about it a little bit, but we've been handling it in, like, a lame-ass way. We've been, like, pretty <laughs> shitty about how we've been handling it. Yeah. And when I was... One of the things that was spiraling me is not the actual incident. The incident's annoying. Same. How we attacked it was annoying, and the meeting brought some other stuff to light that we had talked about, too, namely, like, not really looping the staff in as much. People were getting these surprises because we weren't really aware of the space we were in. We have this podcast, and we do a lot of media, and sometimes we post to these things without thinking about what's going on, not realizing that, oh, yeah, someone could listen to the podcast Monday morning, come into the cafe, and say, hey, you guys are involved in legal action and the person behind the counter could be like what (laughs) like what can i do to help what are you talking about yep we did that that feels that feels bad and the way that we just kind of laid out the whole plan from there's all these like all these puzzle pieces that fit together right a, a concrete example is we had a web sale on Monday. That's actually it's going on throughout the week. Yeah. Not by the time you listen to this, it'll be over because of time travel. It's too late for you. So we we pushed to our newsletter on Monday. And then we talked about the GoFundMe. And then we're like, we should push it to our newsletter. Like, but Whoops. it's like, well, if we would have talked about this ahead of time, it feels weird to make, just like we talked about, so many asks in a row. Uh-huh. Right? You can only poke people so much to give. Like, we promoted this... What what was it? The change.org petition. Right. Which is like, thank you, Mark, and everybody for jumping on board. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't it's specifically an, a cat and cloud thing. It was like people doing something nice, but it spirals to this whole other thing. It's it's an amazing gesture yeah. by someone else. And the, peop- the fact that people had signed that petition is an amazing gesture by those people as well. So there's nothing wrong with that. But what we didn't sit around and talk about is, is this something that we want to push forward? Because we did a lot of ass around the change.org petition. Right. And now we decided to jump into the GoFundMe, and now we're doing a lot of ass around right. the GoFundMe. And that is one set of instances. Yeah. The other set of instances that's super grating on my brain right now is the build-out in Aptos. Oh, for sure. We have done build-outs before. Not a lot of them. We've no. done a couple. Right. Um, but far, far more simple and small spaces so far. For sure. Right? Yeah, this is definitely the most complex one. Yeah. It's the it's also the one that we've had the most time with though, too. Yeah, both both on our uh accidental like f- yep, all of it. All for all the reasons. For right. county reasons, for our reasons, for, for many reasons. For all of it. For waiting on SBA money to come through. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it in my mind, I'm like, damn, this should have been the most calm one. And now we're in the final stages and we never really identified a project manager. Yep. We have really 
weird channels of communication with our contractor and everyone that's working on it. And everyone that's working on the project is doing a fucking great job. Like yeah. everyone's doing a lot of really hard right. work. And just the amount of intensity you described to me before we started talking yesterday was your daughter's birthday. Yeah. And it felt weird for you to just sit there and yeah. not do any promotion for the GoFundMe stuff or the lawsuit stuff because there's so much stuff in the fire and it was hard for you to relax. To and, yeah. it, and it, it felt weird, even though there's really nothing you should do. You should be able to enjoy your daughter's birthday. Yeah. No questions asked. That's, yeah. I mean, that's literally a values alignment with how we talk about yep. care. Yeah. Um, th- those are important days that you're never going to get back. Yep. And the amount of like electricity that's been coming through my phone. It's like, what are we going to do with this? Well, how does this work? What's going on here? Oh, man. I need the dimensions for this. I need this. How does this work? (laughs) It's a time. I'm like, wow, okay. That couple with a meeting, we've done a ton of work in terms of getting people ready to take over certain aspects of, Mm -hmm. of leadership. We've got a lot of really strong leaders. Yeah, we do. And I'm looking at the company now and this is going to sound dramatic. I don't mean to sound that way, but the weakest link is us. Right. <laughs> right. Cause we're not letting go as much as we could. We're not planning we're not as much as we, could. as we could. Yeah. Yeah. So the main like founder ownership group, right. W- which we still never figured out how to talk about that and to designate the owners that are myself, you and Charles versus the, the other owners, which is Chris and owners. Alex, Tanner and grace. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, no disrespect to them. But the, the founding fathers, the founding owners, yeah. the founding owners, I think we have a lot of work to do. Well, and I th- that's been obvious, <laughs> but it's right. noticeable in times like this. It's more noticeable in times like this, how we don't have super tight channels of communication. We don't have, we don't do enough planning. I don't think we don't do, we, we have our weekly meeting, right. which we probably need to meet officially more often. I mean, we need to do that not only with us, but we actually need to do that more with the entire ownership group. Agreed. You know, like so that they can download what's happening so that we can all know. Agreed. But you know, it's a trip too, though, just because I'm going to tangent off this is it's like, I think this is also really good because the thing is, is we have always been able to get through without the, this much stress in the context of getting these things done. Right. I.e. like Abbott was stressful, but, but compared to this it wasn't as stressful because whatever it was working. The difference to me now is that like life stuff happens with all of us too, which there's some, there's some other life stuff that we're not going to talk about here that is taking the attention of, and it's nothing insane guys. Everybody's going to live. It's not like that. So don't stress, but you know, for, for all three of us, there's been life stuff that has taken some precedence and taken the ability for, you know, Charles at times, you at times, me at times, away from our ability to be our best selves at work. And therefore there's been like lack of communication for one, but then also a little bit of shared responsibility where there didn't used to be. And we haven't had to walk through the combination of like personal life, law life and build out life at the same time. And so I view it as good. It, it shines that light on all those things that are missing, but it is so frustrating to, to just kind of, I guess, be at the mercy of what we haven't figured out yet. Right. Right. Totally. And it is a unique set of circumstances, like you said. But here's they the come. Thing. Here's the thing. It's going to happen It'll again. It'll happen again. It's for sure going to happen yeah. again. It won't manifest in the exact same way. 
but someone's going to be incapacitated due to per- due to personal reasons. Yep. Something weird that we don't foresee happening is going to come out of left field and slap the organization in the face. Right. And we're going to have to respond and we're going to have to move through all this, all this stuff. And I, I was having this, this tension in my brain because on one end of the spectrum, I'm incredibly proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Sure. And if I look back at the list of things we've done, amazing. Proud of the people around me. Amazing. Like phenomenally. I couldn't be more excited about that. Yeah. Contrasted with how do I feel when I wake up and go to work every morning? Not super awesome every day. Yeah. Not. And so I'm almost, I don't want to let the things that we're able to do because we will always be able to do amazing things. I mean, we, we, yeah, I, I would honestly say the stuff we've been able to pull off in the time that we've done it is impressive to me and we don't celebrate it enough, but it's kind of a trip. Oh, it's a, it's a completely, I'm, yeah. when I say I'm I know blown away, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating. No, I'm I can't even literally yeah. blown away. I if, try to comprehend it and I can't. We talked about our growth before we started. We talked about what we want to do and all this stuff, but it's, it's happened in a much more, it's happened a lot faster than I expected, and people have been able to rise to levels that I didn't really expect them to rise to. Sure, that quickly. Yeah, no, and, and that's been that's been dope. But now we're at a place. It's like, man, I really want to enjoy the journey. Right, I, I really want every day to be awesome and to not feel like I'm going in and are okay, cool. We're perpetually playing catch up on this thing, and there's shit hitting us from all angles, and yeah. we're just running around like chickens with our head cut off, which is what it's been feeling like right. lately. And yeah, it's just been on my mind. And I, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. It's it's really interesting. And and while I'm, tr- you know, I do spin that positive, like, oh, great, it's, sh- it's shining a light on the things that we need to work on. It doesn't make it feel any easier. The thing that I I do love about it is, it's, is it should, and hopefully, you know, we continue to work towards this, you, myself, and Charles, and then also the, the other owners, but specifically us three first, is where have we, and that's this is where I think you're going with saying that we're the, the weakest link in the chain, where have we had to hold more responsibility than we need to hold and therefore become the roadblocks to things moving faster or better by whether it's lack of clarity and communication or literally just being control freaks of certain things ourselves in certain areas, or just not putting enough time into planning and being like, I actually don't need to do this. And we have the capabilities for X person in our company to handle this portion of whatever. And there's like that list of this portion of whatever I'm suggesting is honestly very large. There's a lot of those things, but we have that ability to do that. We just haven't sat down and set a plan in motion because we haven't met enough. We haven't even secondary met enough with our overarching ownership I'm going to call them a, a, like our ownership board of directors right now for cool. the sake of what that yeah. is. So that's kind of how I'm it feels. the ownership board. We have yeah. a, we have an ownership board of directors. The I'm OBD. Call it, yeah. And I think we all do need to meet a lot more. And so in my systematic mind, what that means is there's so much shit that needs to come off the plate for not only us, but off the scheduling plate for them so that we can free up time to make sure that it's not an overwhelming lackluster, shitty planned get together where we can get together and actually focus and have it be far more consistent than quarterly, which is what we've been doing prior. Right. And, and that all is simple to say. It's like, yeah, we're going to meet maybe uh, twice a month now. 
that's actually a really hard thing to do in the context of opening stores, leadership development. And we actually can do it. And we're doing a lot of things that are building the foundation for what will be freedom in that way. I actually am also just truthfully like really impatient with the process. When you yeah. can see what all the things that we need to work on, I know that you do this, right? You like self-analyze and you're like, okay, I have this huge ass list of things I want to get personally better at to be better for all these other people. And I'm like, where the fuck am I going to get the time or do that? And which was the most important right now for what we're doing? I mean, it's super frustrating for sure. And I let it grate on my mind, but then it's always just one step at a time, right? It has to be. I mean, Jocko talks about this, prioritize and execute. You can't do everything at the same time. It's not going to work. Identify what's most pressing and then make moves to do that. But I think what it what it feels like sometimes is because we're so aware of all these gaps, yeah. we get stuck in gap zone. For and sure. we do 10 things halfway. Yeah. And then we have kind of a better system, but nothing's really locked in. Yeah. And the thing that is really troublesome to me is who sets the example for upper leadership and the ownership board? It's us. Yeah, yeah. They're never going to fly higher than the example that we set. Right. That's going to be the default standard. I think that's true of all organizations. You know, it should be, I think. People are going to elevate to the example that leadership sets for you. Sure. And we're even just having a staff meeting. Like, we can barely have a staff meeting. Right. And have it be planned and figure out what we're going to talk about it and communicate that to everybody so that they feel comfortable going in knowing. And it's something that we've talked about. A million times. I'm not pointing any fingers here. I'm just as guilty as everyone else. Right. But we haven't hammered out and solved these problems because we're doing so much. We are probably doing too much. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the hard part, though, right? (laughs) Because there needs to be... Gosh, it just... It's never as simple. It's like we can say that and agree upon that. And then... The other thing is, is like we had an all staff meeting that was really hard to have, you know, to make happen. And it it actually came out pretty well considering how, how not even lackluster, it was just with everything going on, there wasn't a ton of time spent on planning it. And I think it, it went really well. People left energized and felt more connected. The meeting itself was fine. But compared, it's that whole thing of like compared to what we know it could be and what it is. And unfortunately, right now that kind of lives with you and myself and Charles and then secondary, that ownership board of director peoples. Right. We know what we want out of it and we're not hitting those goals. And that's so hard because you're right. It's like, okay, where do we prioritize? And every time I think about that personally, I'm like, well, there's the thing that's like really big and awesome and is foundational, such as like training tracker and accountability. And then there's like all this miscommunication that I'm like, oh man, because I've been focusing on that, I've actually missed some communication on like the most simple level that actually affects in a different way, all of these people. And I'm like, okay, the foundation and training tracker and all this stuff is going to actually, it's going to be great because it's going to affect our whole team. It's a foundational level for growing our company. Oh wait, so is simple communication to make sure morale is high and make sure people are feel communicated with and feel like they're important also. And they, it's so weird because you miss one, or the other, potentially, and you can't be perfect. What's an example of simple communication miss? I mean, well, we just talked about the lawsuit, right? It's like we could have probably, not even probably, we could have back in August and been like, hey, we got petitioned. 
no big deal. Not even a, no reason to really talk about it. We got petitioned in front of the paid the PTO. Uh, that's a trademark offices essentially to buy Caterpillar to cancel our trademark. It's probably not going to be anything, but just so you guys know, like we're in legal action. It's the beginning of what will be legal action. That's all. And we'll talk about it again later. Just in case anybody comes in, it's like to us, it's no big deal, but you know, that that's that actually just to share. We didn't even think about table. it. We yeah. didn't even think about it. And it seems so simple, obviously 2020 vision looking back. Right. But it, for whatever reason, right. For like, Oh, we don't want to burden the team. That's something that they don't actually need to worry about. And that's true too. But it's actually in the long range, we we're like, oh, that's actually a miss. We could share. We're a transparent company. We had no reason not to share. I mean, we I just didn't. Yeah. And I don't think people need to know everything. They need to know relevant stuff. Sure. So that would have been one thing that would have been a good tactic yeah. to get that out of. It would have laid the groundwork well ahead of time. Right. It also could have maybe scared people if it ended up going away, which is why I think we didn't share because we're like, maybe this will just disappear. Sure. And no one even needs to know. Nobody would be the wiser. No big deal. Right. Or we could have played forward, and then when we decided to talk about it, I mean, nobody thought to think, myself included, <laughs> we should just share this with the staff. And yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> totally. And I feel, I can't think of a time, but I feel like we've done that a couple times with a few big announcements. And I'm kind, I'm, of, sure. I'm kind of blanking, specifically through the podcast, because this is such a wonderful tool, and we... I don't know. It, it doesn't always connect that way in my mind. But I guess where I'm, what I'm going with the whole thing is we're spending so much time and energy, rightfully so, creating curriculum for yeah. how our leadership maneuvers through the world, for how our people maneuver through the world. We don't have that for ourselves. We don't have, no. aside from our base level values, which we maybe should have referenced, we don't have a way to maneuver through that. So I guess uh, let's say we didn't want to go through the whole situation of, cause you can't make a protocol for everything. Yeah. Right. Right. So use either the value system mm -hmm. or something like case. And when something like this comes up at our Friday owners meeting, right. We're like, okay, we have this big thing happening. How do we maneuver through this in a way that's relevant with our values? Yeah. And, Probably through that discussion, we would have discovered that we need to keep the communication loop because synergy is one of our sure. values. So our team deserves to know first, like in the concept of care, we need to make this. Uh, it, it sucks, yeah. but it shouldn't. That doesn't mean it can't be unenjoyable. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's where my mind's been at lately. Like this is happening. It's fucking bullshit. But let's just enjoy the ride and, and let's turn it into a fun thing. And we're so, trying to do that anyway, even yeah. though it's been, it sounded maybe more dramatic. We have, I think we've done a fairly good job trying to make it fun and funny because it really is more funny than anything. I mean, whatever. Nobody's going to own the word cat ever. <laughs> Their trademarks, the cat specifically word with that yellow triangle underneath it. It's not the same as ours. So like trademark infringement is an act. I just don't think it's there even legally. Whatever. That's the speculation for me because lawyers can always find loopholes and that's why they're paid so much. But... On the flip side, you're totally right. And it's interesting to me because <clears throat> I was just meeting with Kristen Hudson, one of the, uh, I guess, owner operators in that, in that board today, and she's in charge of skills development. And what you're totally right, we have done and been working so hard to do is essentially the foundational growth, meaning like the training, values alignment, accountability, all the way up to, at this point, coordinator, which is what we're deep in the process of 
locking in. Coordinator is this, the person directly below our team leader. But this is only, unfortunately, at this point, specifically been retail-focused because that's where the majority of our human beings work. Right. So that we were, I just had a conversation with Kristen about this exact same thing. Is it's, We're working currently to create kind of standards, training, job description ethos, how we work as team leader and do that training right now. And and one thing that was interesting too is it's like we have a company mission statement, but I, I kind of was I believe in the idea of if there's a, from the team leader in any positions kind of above that, I, I'm pretty interested in creating a mission statement for those positions. Like this is the mission of your position. Yeah. And it made me really... I felt really aligned with her. She agreed with it. And I'm just sharing this with Chris right now for the first time. But it made me feel really good to think, okay, I'm a team leader. This is my mission as a team leader. This is what I do. And and just to be, we haven't locked it in, but kind of the overarching idea of a team leader, you and I did talk with uh, Sam, who is one of our team leaders, is the idea of being the best team leaders are the conductors. Like they can do all the stuff, but the conductor doesn't touch the instruments. The conductor understands how it all needs to work. And the conductor of a symphony, y'all, just not the train, but whatever, they, they can direct the whole thing to make it work. They have the respect of the team. And that, to me, is a perfect picture of a team leader. You're able, but you don't have to do it all. You are the guide of your store. And that, to me, is like, well, something surrounding that for the mission statement of a team leader is the way it needs to be. You understand. You see. You got it. Yeah, it makes sense to have something like a mission statement. It also makes sense to have a definition for a role that has nothing to do with the actual tasks that you will do because how we're building things right now with a retail focus, which makes a lot of sense if you're you're thinking about it just in a numbers game. The bulk of our employee force, like you said, is in retail. But that can also lead to other departments feeling like they're left out. And well, we feel terrible about it's that. At least my squad cool. does. Cool. You're developing all this curriculum and you're telling me all these things are happening. No one's talked to me about it over yep. here in the partner program. Yep. I'm sitting over here in marketing. I haven't heard a peep from anyone. Yep. Is the training tracker real or is it just something for part of the company? Yeah. How does that work? Somebody let me know. And What's that's, up? That's our reality, right? And, and, knowing what's expected from someone in a leadership position, knowing, Knowing what does it mean to be a team leader? What does it mean to be a coordinator? If you can jump that off with a mission statement, sure, that makes it applicable to everyone regardless of what their job is. Because let's say we haven't completed it perfectly, but let's say we took what you just said, you sure. know, that shift from soloist to conductor to sure. quote John Maxwell. Um, that's as equally applicable to someone like Alex mm-hmm. as it is to someone like Lucas. Right. Completely different departments, but the same the same goal. You're you're the director. Yeah. You're you're directing traffic. And I I love that I love that language too because I I think the other thing that we've done really poor job of communicating is what does it mean to be a leader? And people are naturally curious. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the questions that we would field are like what what specific projects are you working on right now? Right. Everything. Yeah. You know, (laughs) because being a leader isn't always about, cool, here's this one thing on my plate. I'm taking A to Z. I'm working on this very specific thing. There will be times that are like that. If you're lucky. When you're lucky, I should say. 
because then it feels good. <laughs> yeah, or or you can immerse yourself more right. more deeply into into one situation. Yeah. So a lot of the time you're you're kind of touching everything that's coming through. Yeah. Giving input, directing the traffic. Again, not necessarily doing, Mm-mm. but contributing. Yes. And the the funny thing is, people will never know what you've contributed. No, they don't often. You know it. Mm-mm. So. Theoretical example. Let's take Tanner. Let's say Tanner's working on a project. Right. Let's say the project was my idea. Yeah. Let's say I pitched the idea to you, and you're like, I really love that. Let's Let go. me add this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Sick. This sounds good. Now we together have come up with this rad thing. We ditch it to Tanner right. to execute. Like, yep. hey, execute this is super important. Tanner's like, yeah, I'm on board. Let's, let's fucking go. Let's do this thing. Tanner makes it happen. He brings it to the world. He tells the staff and claims it for his own, which he should. And we want him to. For sure. Yes. He should get recognition. There's a gap between people understanding and, you know, congratulating Tanner for doing that. Sure. And not knowing what you and I contributed, which if you don't know what the role of a leader is, that can be confusing to you. Right. Because you're like, what does Jared do all day? (laughs) And why is he staring into space for like an hour out there? Right. (laughs) And if if you're looking back on it, for people in these higher level positions, your biggest asset is your brain. Without a doubt. And it honestly takes the most calories to use that bad boy. It really does. <laughs> it's yeah, so your brain tiring. is using the bulk of your energy. So if you're in the knowledge work field or if you're in some kind of CEO or, or leadership field, it, it's not about what you physically do, but what you can enable to happen, yes. what you can contribute to in, in those ways. And I understand why that's hard for people to grasp. And I can look back on now with a little bit of, ooh, maybe I really didn't understand what was going on to bosses that I had in the past Mm -hmm. and just being like, what the fuck do they do all day? Right. They're never here. Right. And, you know, there's bosses that that never show up and also don't contribute. Right. There's bosses that don't show up but contribute a lot. Mm -hmm. And there's some... People who are leaders who are going to be a huge source of inspiration and energy for people. I think you're one of those people. Thanks, friend. And there are other leaders who are more there for their brain. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking of someone like Charles, like yeah. that. And that, no doubt, that's amazing. Like without the, you know, Charles is easily if if we're talking to people out in in the ether, business the, world, the least recognizable. Of the ownership group. Yeah, of course. Between me, you, and Chuck. Sure. People tend to know you and myself and, and less Chuck. Yeah. But without Chuck, we're nothing. 100%. It doesn't work. Yeah, no. And, we need the Chuck. And people don't always understand what Charles contributes. They don't always get it. He does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And perhaps we could tell that story better. But there's, there's a huge portion of our values to lead off. The prerequisite to all of our other values right. is believe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's here for a reason. Yeah, and he's doing so many, so many gnarly things. And I, I think that shift is important, as especially as people start to grow. Because how, if you were, let's say you were Sam, sure, and you were a team leader. Yep, you were a newer team leader. I mean, I guess he's not that call new. Him, call Bell then. Bell's Bell. a new team okay, leader. Okay, yeah. Let's say Bell stepping in to the team leader role right. for Abbott Square downtown. She probably feels a lot of pressure to oh, yeah. do a lot of stuff. For sure. And get a lot of stuff done. And it's a big mental shift for her to make from 
physically doing hands-on tasks to, like you said, conducting the symphony. Seeing through, yeah. Yeah, and she should feel comfortable in mm-hmm. that role. We should make that clear. Right. So. No, I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I mean, and the thing is, is it's those, those details for people like Chuck and yourself and myself, I mean, the overwhelm in, internally in the brain of, I mean, lists on lists on lists of things that are just like one sentence of like, this will be and should be in our company and and not only that, like it has to be at some point for a company to be the best. And then like the sub list underneath just like a one sentence of all the details of things that need to go in there, they come from somebody's brain. Yes. And and currently, and I'm so thankful for our leadership squad for helping with some of this stuff. Like for me and the the ones I work with the most, I'm shouting them out. But Kristen and Tanner, I'm like, and actually Rachel recently, who's my executive assistant, I'm so so thankful for the work you guys have been able to do to take things out of my brain and extrapolate everything that potentially goes underneath the idea I throw at you and then put them together. Because the reality is, it's like, it is so easy to get overwhelmed. And you're like, just with all those thoughts. I mean, especially in a brain like mine, where I'm like, okay, well, here's the big, here's the big overarching picture. And then you start backing it down into like, and you get down to like the most minute detail. And you're like, I think I got it. And two days later, you relook at it and you're like, oh, but what about this? And what about that? And what about that? And then you keep adding to that list. And all of a sudden, you have, you have like a hundred things you need to do just to integrate a new single origin brewing system of sorts. You know, to, and that's, that's not terribly exaggerated, but that's a thing, you know? And it's something that, yeah, I, I, got to, I get to sit and share with certain people when I'm sitting in our little outside cave at Portola and and people come through and they're like, what are you up to? And I'm like, honestly, like here's some of the tasks I'm trying to focus through today, but I'm, I'm kind of just like paying attention and trying to keep my eyes on the things that are need to keep moving with my team while also thinking a little, a little bit and a lot ahead into the future, knowing that we have another store coming down the line. What are the things that need to be built up and working without myself or the upper, upper leadership running them so that we can be a little more autonomous come store number four so that that doesn't feel overwhelming and beyond, you know? How do you anticipate working with your team now that your team is no longer your team? Yeah, so, and then, did we talk about this even? No, I don't think so. So, I mean, that so our a- team knows this, everybody, so we've done the, re- the work we were talking about. <laughs> But we have shifted. One of the goals for this year was for us to kill these communication silos. And one of the best ways we figured we could do that was to create somebody at kind of the top of a lot of the communications. So Charles is our best project manager. And he is for officially sure. taking on the role of, we're not going to call it a title, but the best, he's, he's in charge of all operations. So you could call him a COO from now on, and I would be fine with that. We haven't officially made that a title. And that allows for all channels to filter through him. Now what that means to answer your question now, Chris is the only people that I have quote unquote working under me are Rachel and Kristen Hudson. And so to answer that a little further is, yeah, I'm not required to have my weekly meeting or two with Tanner anymore. We're still going to meet to work specifically on a couple of things that are first off finishing the projects that we are working on to see them through one, but also work on some of the, kind of the coaching and soft and hard skills that he wants to work on, but he's calling those meetings and we're setting them with goals. 
Mm. Otherwise, he's going to continue to work on coaching things. for himself. Co- coaching for himself. Yep, and some of the things that he wants to develop on that we set, and just kind of continue to work on those. Uh, he and I will still like to connect on some of the mentorship and and bring some of the ideas to fruition. However, it's all going to be Charles is going to know about what's happening and ensure that Tanner's not distracting himself, which he's been great about in the past, but not distracting himself with a side project that's not going to be beneficial. And that will also allow for Charles to know more clearly, and there's a lot of other positions that are going to speak with Charles, to know more clearly what's going on so that Charles, Chris, and I can all know everything going on in the company together and also help with the ability to communicate that around and up and so on and so forth. So. You know, I'm going to dive deeper with Kristen, for one. We're going to start meeting a little bit more and work more specifically on projects. I think you probably will end up meeting with her some, too. Uh, And then Rachel and I are going to go ham as well. And I'm going to hopefully, you know, utilize her to help with moving our education along a lot further. I want to teach more myself, you know, and just have my touch bases to inspire and to spend time doing that. Also, has been really cool for me to realize I actually don't have to open and work in the store maybe at all on the schedule for the first time ever and that feels actually a little weird for me but that's a personal problem that's not actually the problem there's no problem with it and i i actually am extremely proud of our team for getting to the place where they're going to run a store set up a store pretty much we're going to hand them like a nearly operating store by them ourselves and then they're going to take it lucas and nicole and that squad naptos and i could just high five them and be a support but a sport behind like three or four other people. And so it's an adjust- it'll be an adjustment, but the impact of what we're going to do, I'm going to work in the roastery more and a little bit with some of that squad. I'm excited about it. How do you see bringing Kristen into the fold? So she's the one of the people that's going to still report directly to you, but she's got a role that is of service to the entire company. Yes. Putting things into the company perspective. Yeah. I mean, what I believe one of my strengths is, um, and, is to be able to see a lot of the things that I think will be very helpful in the context of our company that will help build skills and to launch foundations for people both culturally and somewhat technically to, and in personal and professional skills, to grow their best selves in all the departments. And while I'm not the one person who needs to do that, I do see a lot of that, and it's a passion of mine. So helping her and being able to dive into that stuff with other team members across the company is actually going to be really energizing for me. And so I see us being able to step over and her specifically connect with, yeah, Alex and Mark and the wholesale squad in the appropriate way, as well as the roasting squad, as well as anything that you and the marketing squad may want or need. And some of these other big projects that we don't talk about because they're coming down the line. You know, there's, there's talent and ability. So it's really going to come down to like what needs to be done first for focus to ensure that we are building the appropriate foundation to allow Sword 3 and 4 to launch and run well. And as much as we can, get that off the plate as fast as possible in tandem, kind of working with these other departments to develop skills alongside of their current leaders who know the skills better than Kristen. She's going to be able to to essentially liaison their growth by giving them tools and step into more of like an owner-leader role i think for the roastery anyway because grace knows more about the roastery than Kristen does oh yeah you know so yeah. I, I see it you know on like the snapshot and well i mean I sit, Kristen's not really even though she came from retail she's not necessarily a retail employee oh no right no no no. she is 
she is a benefit to the entire company and honestly like underutilized because she's had to focus specifically on retail. So I can't wait for that branch out to happen. She should be teaching a lot as well and she wants to. So there's going to be a lot of creation and integration and sharing and it's going to take longer than my impatient self wishes it would. But I do genuinely believe she was showing me some of the stuff today that we're working on. And I got to have one of those awesome aha, like, I'm not going to forget this moment. I'm like, I think we're building what will maybe be like one of the most robust and most exciting and like connective training, personal, professional development systems out there maybe ever. And I, that's a big statement, but I, I, I kind of had a moment where I was like, I think we're doing that. And it's not even close to where it will be, but the way her brain works and your brain works and, and mine and Charles and this team, I'm just like, yeah, no, we're, we're doing something, we're doing something really special and it's not going to be fast, but it's going to be big in the long run. And I'm, I'm pretty amped on it. I would agree with that. It's a trip to me. And I was really, it was a really nice moment because there's been more of those negative moments recently. We were talking about the beginning of this podcast than the one I just had. And I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. One thing I never doubt is our ability. That's yeah. what I know that we for sure know that we have the ability. Yeah. When I have doubts, it's more about how yep. and less about what. Yeah. It was, dude, that's so funny. The T-Rob. T-Rob? Tony Robbins. Oh, T-Rob. The old behemoth. Hey. Yeah, he's got the voice. He slams <laughs> the thing. I, that's a terrible voice. He, um, and I believe we have this too because the how is the overwhelm. He was doing this thing on the Altashire show. He was just like. He's all, your what and your why are what you need to focus on because when they're big enough, that's all that matters. The how, he's like, that's, that engages your brain and overwhelm immediately. He's all, because there's like a thousand ways how. It's going to be like, which one's best for you? And that's like not exact mm, perfect. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's, and he just said that this morning. And I was like, that's good for me because I go into like 20,000 ways how and actually make it harder sometimes. That's not what I mean by how, I guess. I mean okay. by maybe how is the wrong word. More about the journey. Let's say we want to build the most epic leadership training program ever. Sounds tight. Let's say it takes three years. Yep. I care less about the end of creating the most epic leadership training thing ever and more about what am I doing every day to get to that point? How does that feel? Not in the sense of how and specifically, okay, what do I need to do first? I, we're going to do this or use this platform or yeah. go that way. More about what does the process feel like? Am I enjoying the process? Mm. And I'm not saying that that has to be fun and shiny fucking rainbows all the time. Right. But it needs to be rewarding because we've mm-hmm. done some things that, that I'm incredibly proud of, like I mentioned earlier, but weren't really that awesome. Yeah, I and, you. and I'm okay to take a slam, you know, skateboarding's the same way. If you're trying to trick for hours, you might just, you're going down. You're going to eat shit, right. you know, and you're going to miss more times than you make. It will happen again. But it's, there's, there's something about it that's, that's energizing. Mm-hmm. What, what is that connect between here and there? 
Yep. Because if we that. keep going how we are now, we're going to do it and, and we'll I'm going to hate out. it. Yeah. 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 No, that's <laughs> I'm going to be like, and then I'm going to hate everyone around me and then right. it's just going to be bad. Yeah. And then we'll have this great package and people will be like, that's awesome. And I'm like, sick. You're all, it I, is awesome, but I just want to go. I'm like, I quit. How yeah. much? Like, <laughs> what are my shares worth? Where, how much are, where do I cash these out? <laughs> Chuck, can I take these to Coinstar or what? <laughs> can I just put this? <laughs> just direct deposit me. Just put it into some crypto. I'll be fine, I'm sure. And I, I know I I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. And I think that's important to build in mm-hmm. to the journey. And we owe it to everyone else who's going to be chipping off like super big projects mm-hmm. too. Because that, I mean, that's where you live, you know? Right. That's, so that's, your, that's what that's I mean your, by how. I think he's talking about how in a different way. Totally. That makes, that's way better clarification. Because it is more about like, it's the work-life integration of, of what's it going to feel like to get up and go do what you need to do to be successful. And if you're, if that thing every single day is more draining than life-giving, then you're out of balance. And that's not okay for our synergy and care and all of the above. So, and ownership and an engagement, and it's just going to, it won't work. So yeah. I think, I think you're on it. That's, that is something that will be very necessary to consider and, it's it's been on my mind in such a way, just as of being busy recently, where you can feel yourself. Well, and it's not true, by the way, but you can tell yourself that you're trapped and you have to be like stuck in a, in a in a moment in a situation, and like there's no, I can't do anything for myself to make this better, and that's not true, by the way. But I want to get to a place where it doesn't feel. And we're working towards this. I can't wait and we will be there. But where it doesn't feel like in order for me to fully relax, I have to leave town. And and there's been moments like that that have come and gone. And there have been far less of far less than most people would probably expect for kind of a startup in its near third year. But that's kind of in the, in a sum up of how it's been feeling lately. It's like, I think in order for me currently to feel like I could actually relax, I would need to leave this town for a little bit. And... I'm going to for a couple of days for my anniversary coming up, but that is one of the things in my mind. I'm like, the goal needs to be that I could be in this town near my work, even go to my work and not feel that electricity, that need, that, that lack of, I, I guess it's that dis-ease, not a disease, but that dis-ease of like, something's missing, something's missing. I'm not doing something's missing. It's not happening. We're not there. And, it's going to be hard for you. It's always going to be hard for me because I like to get things done. But, and whatever else, I like to just be involved. You're also very active. <laughs> I am hard. pretty active. I don't know what the right word is. You, it's you, hard to slow my brain. You share things, uh, yeah. which sometimes stresses me out because you'll send, <laughs> and you probably don't even mean anything by it, but you'll just be sending text after text after text after text of idea after idea after idea. And I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, I, <laughs> like chill the fuck out, bro. What I'm are like, you doing? I am chill. Calmer than you are, dude. <laughs> You're like, I'm pretty chill right now. <laughs> And then I'm like, what? Is this important? What's happening? I'm like, dude, Jared's got me so stressed right now. It's always important. Yeah, I was like, when you were texting me yesterday about Instagram, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, trust I laughed. me. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's chill. <laughs> I was like, same for sure. <laughs> for sure. Same. 
well, there's a plan. We're going to be cool. I was like, that plan makes sense. And, uh, <laughs> but the world doesn't feel like it's stopping, and I need the world to stop. <laughs> like, I need to not be... A, deep breath. Yeah. I was like, uh, the deep breath. In, and that, you know, that... That's how you practice. Because that energy can affect everybody, you know? It affects me, It guys. affects me. <laughs> it's so tight. Big mother bundle of energy it's, over here. You're like... Rrr. That's why I need to go somewhere and blow I'm, off some sturm. Well, maybe you just need the right crystal. Mm. Like, if you get it... <laughs> Just shove that crystal somewhere. <laughs> you boof the crystal, <laughs> and it'll just draw the negative energy, Be the, the anxiety. <laughs> Be the sea. These, these are my favorite podcasts. <laughs> well, they're some of our best podcasts. I tell you what, world, you know, you're missing out. You don't listen to this one. I have these. I we have these. In, often we have these insane conversations before we do the podcast. Right. And then the podcast is some, not watered down version, but some tangential version yeah. of the really amazing conversation we What's just happening? had. What's happening? Yeah. But when we do it like this and we're like, this is go. Let's turn it on and then have the conversation. Yeah, those, those. those are my favorite ones. I think it, it's like a little more vulnerable. It's a little more scary, but I think there's more information and more learning to be had. And the conversation is just more engaging. Yeah. I was going to say, if anybody on our staff listens to the ones like this and maybe even last week where we just kind of vented and talked about what's happening in this caterpillar shenanigans, which I'm happy to say we didn't get to talk about a lot this time and I'm happy to not. Um, I heard good feedback from just people too about that. And to maybe team members who are listening as like a call to action, ask the other people on our in our company to listen to this one because this is more true to what it feels like to be an owner. These are some of those conversations that lead to the big initiatives. I mean, here's this is the very beginning, right, of, of a conversation, or maybe not even the beginning, but sort of the beginning middle of of an ongoing conversation that continues to evolve. And that leads to huge things happening in our company. And you can follow along with this stuff because this is part of how we actually, Chris and I, and even Charles, get to some of these conclusions is talking it out on this podcast. And obviously on our Friday meetings too. But just just to let you all know, like you are actually missing an opportunity and it's not to make you feel bad, you're but you're missing out. an opportunity to understand how our brains work and what's going on. If you're not listening to this and you don't have to listen to this for me to love you, I you mean, do a great job. An episode like this, I'm thinking, should be required listening for anyone who's moving into leadership. Right. Because it explains a lot of the concepts that we talk about and it, it kind of sets the tone for the mindset of what it means to be a leader and also alleviates some pressure off of you sure. thinking you have to be full tilt for everyone. Right. Or you're like some sort of fucking failure or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For sure. I'll probably just have Car Hey, Carol, why don't you post this to Basecamp? And uh, yeah, I think you can actually even tag the thing. It says like required now on one of them. It's like there's things it's like heartbeat, pitch, heartbeat. FYI. This one is like 100% required. <laughs> <laughs> can we uh, petition to Basecamp to change that to required or fired? <laughs> Snap, because that's the way we roll, y'all. That's how we roll. Can you feel it? It's not how we roll at all. This is a great combo. I think I'm feeling pretty good about That's it. That's our timestamp. 51. Wow. State, we went flowed. We really got it. Cool, man. Have I feel great, good about it. Have a great week, everyone. Goodbye. Lend me your ears. I'll give you some time. Do we have some good parties? I need to go somewhere and blow off some stirb. Well, maybe you just need the right crystal. Like, if you get it. <laughs> Shove that crystal. <laughs> like, chill the fuck out, bro. What I'm are you like, doing? I am chill. Calmer than you are, dude. <laughs> like, I'm pretty chill right now. <laughs>
calmer than you are. It's always important. That's chill. 